You're all into Napod Pomo and know exactly what you're going to talk about. But how and where are you going to record your podcast? Welcome to the official National Podcast Post Month podcast. I am your host and founder of Napod Pomo, Jennifer Navarrete. This is a 30-part series done in two segments. The first segment is a guide for podcasters participating in National Podcast Post Month throughout the month-long challenge that is the 16th annual NAPOD POMO. The second segment is the behind the scenes of how this particular podcast is coming together using Podcasting 2.0's live item tag done through Blueberry's PowerPress app. Now, in this episode, we're kicking off the first of a three-part series. In the first part of this episode, we're going to talk about the how of recording your NAPOD POMO podcast as it relates to environment, which is really about the where. <laughs> in the next episode, we will talk about gear and tech, and I'll dive into the four levels of podcasting. Then in the final episode of this three-part series, I will wrap it up with a nice little bow sharing tried and true practices I found helpful throughout the years. But first, let's start off with a quick recording I did as sort of a show and tell, although in this case, it's really a listen and tell. Okay, so I am recording this just on my phone with the phone held um, about a hang five away from my mouth. And I'm in, started out in the kitchen where the dishwasher is going strong. I'm in the dining room, which has hard floors and normal ceilings. Now I'm going into the living room, which has high ceilings, hard floor. And as I walk down the hallway, I think what you're going to begin to notice is the difference in the audio quality. Because now I'm going to shut my studio, shut one of my sound buffering curtains, and now I'm in my studio, which has been treated. It has padding on the floor, it has padding on the walls, it has lots of soft surfaces. And the whole point of this recording right now is to talk about environment. A lot of times when people are thinking about recording, they're thinking about the microphone, the tools, the gear. Yes, all that is great. It is a conversation we will have in this in this uh, three-part series, but start with your environment. <laughs> Where you record matters. Big time. The experience on the other end with people's earbuds jammed in, it makes a difference. So you're thinking, well, Jennifer, I don't have a studio. And that's okay. That's totally okay. Because there are things that you can do to improve the quality of your audio, no matter where you are. Okay, so let's talk about what we can do to improve our recording environment, no matter where we happen to record. First of all, let's consider that for your episodes in NAPOD POMO, I recommend a small room with lots of soft surfaces, like your walk-in closet. Given that this is an audio-only no one's going to know that you're in your closet because I can tell you, I get a lot of pushback on this. When I talk with clients, they're like, what? No, I'm not going to record in my closet. This is a, a business podcast. And I'm like, it's audio only. <laughs> no one knows where you're recording. So I typically will have them go and record where they would normally record, which is probably a room that has a lot of hard surfaces and then go into their walk-in closet and record in there. And then I have them listen back and they're like, Oh, okay. I get it now. Yeah. 
that's the best way to figure it out is to actually record yourself and listen back. Now, granted, you may still be resistant and go, I'm just totally not going to do the walk-in closet, Jennifer. Okay, great. Then we're going to talk about introducing soft surfaces to your office environment where there's a lot of hard surfaces. But first, you may be thinking, you know, Jennifer, you're talking about this walk-in closet and that all sounds fine and dandy, but I live in a place that does not have a walk-in closet, so I'm kind of not getting any of this. I'm like, I get it. You can stand in front of your regular closet and do it that way, or you can introduce soft surfaces to your existing setup. Like, let's just say you have a traditional desk, laptop, or monitor in front of you, and it's got hard floor and regular ceilings and everything else. If you can add a little area rug, if it doesn't already have carpet, that would be nice. If you can get a towel or some kind of tablecloth and put it on the desk underneath the keyboard, that's introducing a soft surface. If you can get a couple of pillows from off the couch and put them on either side of your screen, whether it's your laptop or a monitor, that's introducing soft surfaces. I mean, I, I think about the old hotel room trick that a lot of podcasters and voiceover artists use. When you're in a pinch and you need to record something, you're in a hotel room, you're like, okay, what can I do? There's a desk here. Get a towel from out of the bathroom, put it on the, the desk, put your laptop on top of that, get some pillows off of the bed and put them on either side. Or you can always get a comforter or a blanket and throw it over your head. Now, what I will tell you is that if you throw a comforter or a blanket over your head, you better be recording something short because it gets hot really, really quickly. So think about creating your own little podcast pillow, not a pillow fort, blanket fort. And that's one way to do it, right? But you're like, uh, I'm not going to do all of those things every single time. Okay, so let's introduce some soft surfaces. I mean, having a tablecloth or something on your desk, probably not a heavy lift. Do you have curtains in your office? maybe add some. What you're trying to do is just stop the sound waves from bouncing and bouncing and bouncing because that's really what's happening. The reason why the earlier part of that demo recording sounded so hollow and noisy was because the sound waves were bouncing all over the place, off the walls, off the ceiling, off the floor, off of every hard service, including in the kitchen and the dining room. There's not, I don't even think I have a single soft surface in either of those rooms. I mean, we're talking kitchen counters, floor, walls, ceiling, the stove, the fridge, the dishwasher, all those things are hard surfaces. And I go into the dining room, table, chairs, blinds, walls, floor, ceiling, no soft surfaces. So that's why when I walked into my studio where I have my walls are treated, my floor, I have sound curtains, which buffer some of that sound. It's not soundproof. We're just buffering the sound. That's where you could hear the difference. So one of the things that I recommend is just thinking about how can you soften the areas in that room? Because environment is really important. So if you want to test it out, the best way to do it is to do a recording. Like record yourself where you're at right now. You're like, here's where I'm going to record my podcast. Great. Record your saying, hey, my name is Sally, John, anyone, and I'm a podcaster. Now go into your walk-in closet, record that. Now add a couple of pillows and something on your table, record that. Now go into a guest bedroom, record in there. Think about the rooms in your house that have soft surfaces. If you're in a studio or an office, think about introducing soft surfaces so that you can improve the quality of your recording. And I can tell you that you will hear a difference. 
Now on to the second part of the episode where I share the behind the scenes of going live with Podcasting 2.0's live item tag via Blueberry's PowerPress plugin, uh, Blueberry being a supporter of the 16th annual National Podcast Post Month. Okay, yesterday I shared that it took me almost a third of the way through NAPOD Pomo to finally go live and begin the 30 podcast episodes. I also shared the challenge of understanding all the moving pieces and mostly second guessing myself. That's really what caused the delay. So on this episode, I'm going to talk through um, with you in the hopes that when you decide to go live with the live item tag, that it'll be easier for you. So first of all, we're going to start with the very core basics. Blueberry has two tutorial videos. I'll link those in the show notes. Now, those two videos are really, really a great starting point, simply because it lays the framework for like, here's what it is. Here's what it looks like inside of the PowerPress plugin. You know, click here, add this. This is what this means. I mean, Todd did a, a really nice job of putting that together in those two videos. So what I did when I was thinking that going live through podcasting 2.0 with a live item tag was going to be my NABPOD POMO 2023 challenge, I scoured the internet and I actually went into the podcastindex.social uh, group and said, hey, I'm thinking of this. Can I get anybody to help? And I had a lot of people share that, but didn't really have anybody jump in to support or to answer anything. So I was still doing my own research and I saw the videos by Blueberry and I was like, oh, okay, let me watch these. In there, Todd says, if you want to try this out, send an email to Todd at Blueberry.com. And I was like, I'm going to send an email to Todd at Blueberry.com, <laughs> which is exactly what I did. And when I, that really started my journey because next was a session with Mike Dell who walked me through the process of setting up my podcast to go live, which is something that I will talk with you about in the next episode, because we have 27 more episodes to dig into the nitty gritty. So first, we're going to start with the foundation of what it is, the basics of how to set up your PowerPress plugin on your site to make the magic happen. And those video tutorials will set you straight. And with that, I will close out this episode of the official National Podcast Post Month podcast for the 16th annual 30-Day Global Podcast Challenge. If this is something that you're hearing about for the first time, I invite you to join us. This is an open challenge that throughout the entire month, you're welcome to join. And how do you successfully complete the challenge? Well, record and publish 30 podcast episodes during the 30 days of November, and you can do it.